Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to another episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. Today's topic is sensitive skin and the ingredients in skincare products to avoid if you have sensitive skin. And also, we're going to talk about the misconception that natural and green products are always good for and non-irritating to sensitive skin. That's not correct. And my guest, T.L. Robinson, is the owner and founder of Mass Eden Green Body Care. And she's going to talk about what products to avoid, what products to use if you have sensitive skin, and also her own personal healing journey that she went through and her lifelong battle with sensitive skin and allergies. So stay tuned. The interview is coming right up after this. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. And before we get into our interview, let's hear from one of our sponsors, Goth Tours. Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. Hi, I'm Don Tamari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Today, my guest is T.L. Robinson. She is the owner and founder of Mass Eden Green Body Care and a wellness advocate. Hi, T.L. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking, and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for joining me on A Teaspoon of Healing. And so we will talk a lot about your company and about how you discovered that a lot of the body care products you were using were not really the best for, actually, a lot of the body care products that we are using are not the best mm-hmm. for us. But so first, just talk a little bit about what is a Mass Eden Green Body Care? So Mass Eden is a green body care brand. Designed the brand for health conscious consumers, but our key focus is targeted towards people with sensitive skin, In the industry, there is a large misconception that because products are natural or organic, that there's still um, gentle love for those of us with sensitive skin, and that just isn't true. So the brand itself is a green brand, but we do have a focus for people like myself with sensitive skin. Of course, it can be used for all people in all skin types, and it is safe enough for use on children. Nice. And we'll talk more about that as we get into the interview. So... You are the founder of that company. And so your story, I read a little bit about your bio. So your story began with an invisible illness and a lot of visits to doctors with misdiagnoses and ineffective treatments. Do you mind sharing your story 
your journey and your healing journey with our listeners? Absolutely. So over a five-year period, I started noticing a decline in my health. As someone who worked out regularly, you know, three to four times a week, Mm -hmm. I was very active. I was very social with my friends and going out. And over a five-year period, I noticed a decline in my energy level. I noticed a, a decline in my abilities to work out and my de- even my desire to work out. I had weight gain. I had, you know, hair loss and, and, and all of those things. And as I'm going to different doctors to say something's wrong, th- those are really all the words I had because mm-hmm. that's all I knew. I was hearing, oh, it's, it's you getting older. You're not always going to be young. You're not always going to be fit. This is what happens when you age. And, you know, early on, I accepted that. But as time went on and as symptoms progressed, I was not willing just to accept that as a reason for the decline in my health. I mean, before we really found out what was happening, bending over to tie my shoe became difficult. I had pain, a loss of breath in that space. And that's why I call it an invisible illness because doctors Mm -hmm. will run tests on you. And if there's nothing that's showing up in a negative test result or it's not anything that they can see really with the naked eye, it becomes difficult to treat. It becomes difficult to say that it is real, right? Okay, yes. And and moving to the space of really being scared for myself because I knew my body and I knew something was wrong. I just did not know what was wrong. So over five years and you go to seven different doctors and you're not necessarily hearing something. You just get to a point of there's something real happening. We just don't know what it is. And I need to prepare for worst case scenario. Right. Mm -hmm. I really understood at that point when they say everyone dies, but not everyone lives and not necessarily knowing what was happening. I decided that I was really going to live my life. You know, when you say, I'm not going to eat the cake, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to stay healthy. No, I'm going to eat the cake now because I don't know what's happening. Or when you don't buy yourself something nice that you want, oh, I'll buy it later. No, I'm going to buy it now because I don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And really even taking the trip and and a trip to Cuba came up and I took the trip, right? And all of this still being ill because I'm I'm, I'm not still not sure what's happening. And while I'm on this trip, you know, when you go, I went to Cuba and it was a different diet. While I was there, I had an opportunity to try natural and organic products and not just natural and organic products because we have them here in the States, but natural and organic products from the EU standards. So that mm-hmm. is very different, yes. different ingredients, different processing requirements. And while I was there, I noticed my pain decreased. My sensitive skin that was always triggered, the swelling, the irritation went down. And after you know my 10 day trip, I'm feeling better, right? Wow. I thought that maybe I'm away from the stress Mm -hmm. and maybe that's why I'm feeling better, but there's still things going wrong. But when I came back from my trip and the wheels touched down, all the pain came back. Wow. Then a few days of being home and going back to using my normal products, my skin irritation came back. And it was shortly after that that I identified a lot of what was going on with me was environmental, right? And when I say environmental, I mean my wellness, how I was responding to my environment. There still was something wrong in months after coming back from the trip. They identified I had tumors in my abdomen that were pushing on my organs. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I had my surgery, had them removed. All of them were benign. And that's a blessing. I feel very lucky, very blessed for that. But it definitely started me on a path of wellness. And it was definitely the birthing of the Mass Eden, you know, the idea of the Mass Eden brand. I will tell anyone I believe that trip saved my life. It sounded like it did. 
And yeah. so they have definitely more stringent standards in the EU. So Cuba follows the EU standards. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the products there that I saw were not things that I was familiar with or had seen here in the States. Um, and after doing some research, you know, some of them were European based. And I mm-hmm. realized that that was the key. I grew up with allergies and I, and I felt like I had knew what they were for avoidance, but obviously I did not know all of them. And I was able to identify product allergies as well and make the connection that, you know, some of the ingredients that are in our food are also in our body care, right? So I was still being triggered and other people are still being triggered. And the more I started to learn, the more research I wanted to do, that definitely led me going to school to learn cosmetic formulation, um, specifically in the green space, understanding U.S. requirements and the EU requirements. And it was mind blowing, all of the information that's there, but may not necessarily be readily available to all consumers. Mm -hmm. And also thinking there are questions that we don't ask because we trust what's on the shelf. Right. Right. Not saying that all products are bad. All products are dangerous. But I think there is a larger opportunity to educate consumers. And I think there's a larger opportunity for us as consumers to ask maybe more questions or have more requirements from companies where we get our products. And, you know, again, the more I learned, the more I shifted from thinking about being sick versus not being sick to focusing on my wellness. Right. And that is like your mental, emotional and social health Mm -hmm. as opposed to am I sick or not? And, you know, I mentioned before about when I came back from Cuba and when the wheels touched the ground, I started feeling ill again. That forced me to take inventory of, you know, work, things going on outside of work and how I was responding to those things that was impacting my wellness and creating stress or anxiety. Right. Mm -hmm. That forced me to get into the space to really address those things and have necessary conversations and, and make necessary adjustments. And I noticed that, you know, after my surgery and still healing, but once I made adjustments for the sake of my wellness, I saw improvement by leaps and bounds. Wonderful. And like you mentioned, you know, so wellness, it's not just what you put inside your body. It's not just what we're eating. And a lot of the things that we're avoiding when we eat are actually in skincare products and our body care products. And skin is, I think, the largest organ and it absorbs everything we put on. Yeah. So... Yeah. So it's definitely, maybe you could share a little bit about what you learned. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So the skin is the largest organ. And of course, with our pores and, and things of that nature, there are some things that we are absorbing and, you know, what we absorb depends upon, you know, the size of the atoms. It depends mm-hmm. upon how fast some of these things are able to absorb and metabolize. Right. So mm-hmm. those are the things that we have to consider, but You know, even at the same time, if we think about sensitivities, if we think about allergies, if we think of toxicity, if we think of even some of the medications that were taken that could impact that absorption, Mm -hmm. those are all things that we have to, you know, keep in mind. I will say, depending upon whether or not you're pregnant could, you know, impact your body and and, in your growing child. I would say that even with preservatives, you know, those are some of the biggest triggers, fragrance essential Mm -hmm. oils, all of the things that are being socialized as, oh, these are good for you. These are Mm -hmm. good for your products. Collectively, they're not all bad, but I think based upon an individual's health and their own needs, 
some of those things may not be good for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest things with the mass eating brand is not just putting another, you know, brand and more products on the market, but there's definitely an educational component there with the mass eating blog where we talk about all of these issues and we answer consumer questions. We do the research and answer questions for them and work with medical professionals to make sure we're getting the right information with the products themselves, again, being geared towards people with sensitive skin, making sure that we're fully aware of and socializing any ingredients that may be triggering, right? We do follow California Prop 65, where it says anything that can be absorbed into the bloodstream, you have to clearly call those ingredients out on your labels and on your website so people know those things. But we try to shy away from those ingredients because, again, focusing on people with sensitive skin, we want them to feel safe. We want them to realize their best possible skin and not be triggered. For example, with our body oils, we use in face oils, the oils are a non-comedogenic or and low comedogenic oil. So they don't clog pores. They're not going to cause an outbreak. You're not going to notice any type of fragrance that could trigger an allergy or create a migraine that we know some people will get with some of those fragrances. So it's really about doing additional research and testing. And for myself, again, as a person with sensitive skin, I provide the information and I provide the products as if I'm shopping for myself and shopping for my prior self, right? The person who did not Mm -hmm. know, the person who would not ask certain questions is preparing and providing products for those people. The USDA actually certifies certain beauty products. And so why is this? So this is really important, right? Yeah. So the USDA will certify uh, cosmetics, right? Right. Cosmetics are like makeup or products that are making some type of claim that they will make a material change to your skin, right? Mm -hmm. So there are products out there that are just moisturizers or something like that, or a a cleansing right product Mm -hmm. that are not cosmetics, and they may not be reviewed by the USDA. Oh, okay. Right? So that's a piece of information that I think is important for people to know, that these products can be made, and it's really up to the brand to police themselves, to make sure that we're following the guidelines and requirements, making sure that the products that can be used are um, safe products that are being sourced from approved regions, right? But a lot of that, again, the USDA can't police all of these brands. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important for people to read the labels. I will always preach, read the label, do the research with all the technology that we have at our fingertips. I mean, we literally have computers in our hands, in our phones. Mm -hmm. So do the research, ask the questions. You know, if it doesn't make sense, raise the flag, reach out to the brand. They have phone numbers and emails. Utilize that. And I know that people are busy again, in trusting the brand and not saying that the brand is doing anything wrong, but there may be something going on to where our body does not react well. A lot of people are having allergies mm-hmm. to the products and aren't aware that it's the product. They think it's something else. And it's understanding your body and being able to make a connection can provide some relief. Great. And you mentioned essential oils and oftentimes everyone thinks that natural products oh, that's, that's the best ones to use, but they actually can be very irritating for people with sensitive skin. They, I would say even in mainstream and even green can be triggering for people with sensitive mm-hmm. skin. I have highly sensitive skin and I'm triggered by some natural products. I tried a new face mask from a green brand that touted that they were for sensitive skin and I looked at the ingredients and I said, okay, I should be okay. I used it and had a very bad breakout. Going back and doing more research and reaching out to the brand, 
there was an ingredient that wasn't on the label oh, that, wow. <laughs> that causes an irritation for me. I was able, you know, I, I was able to, to get some relief, um, take an antihistamine and, you know, kind of help with my irritation. And it took about a week and a half for my skin to calm down. But, you know, those are some of the risks that people are running into. And I will say poison ivy is natural, right? Mm-hmm. That's something that we want to stay away from. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think it's definitely kind of being in the space of understanding the differences that you have your mainstream products that have the artificial ingredients. You have natural and organic, but they still may be triggering as well. So there can be some of those same issues on both sides. So I will say it's really um, ingredient specific. So are there any specific ingredients that really irritated you or that might irritate others that have sensitive skin? Yeah. Like any no. that stand out to you? So for people who have sensitive skin, I would recommend that they be careful of products that have fragrance. Fragrance is a very generic response, but it is an umbrella for a lot of different ingredients in, in a different formulation of different ingredients to create a unique smell. A lot of those can be artificial ingredients that can be very hard and triggering for sensitive skin. So that could be like makeup, that could be moisturizers, that could be your hair care products. Fragrance in soap in particular is something that's very triggering for me personally. Another thing to be careful of are certain preservatives that are in products. I don't want to necessarily call some of the preservative names out specifically because I don't want to send the message that they're bad, but there are some that are more aggressive than others. In the natural space or in the organic space or what we call green, some of those preservatives are a little more gentle. So people who have sensitive skin that are being triggered by their products, they may have more luck in the green space. Yes. So for people who have sensitive skin, reactive skin, or maybe even they just have normal oily or dry skin, are there any other specific ingredients that would irritate people? Maybe we can stick to the sensitive skin to start. Yeah. So preservatives can be a big trigger, especially for people with sensitive skin. In mainstream products, a lot of those preservatives are artificial. Um, and artificial products are, are pretty harsh, in particular for people with sensitive skin. So that could be, you know, one of the things to look out for. And I would recommend that anyone who is having like chronic breakouts or you're noticing the same type of irritation or negative skin reaction in the same place every time you use a product, it's not necessarily moving. That's probably an allergy to an ingredient. Okay. Preservative. The next ingredient would be tea tree oil. Oh. Yeah, that could be triggering for people with sensitive skin, and, and that's pretty good in clarifying, but it's mm-hmm. just a little aggressive. Yeah. Coconut oil is another one. Oh, that's, really? Coconut yeah. oil. Everybody talks about using that all the time, and it's like a, a yeah, cure-all, right? It is, and it's a great product. It has a lot of fatty acids in it that are good for moisturizing, hydrating, plumping, all of that. However... If you have sensitive skin, it may not be the best because that that's a thick product and it can clog mm-hmm. your pores, right? right. It's even worse if you have oily skin because that just mm. it's so heavy, it, it can make it worse and you'll be prone to breakouts and blackheads and whiteheads and things of that nature. So those are just some of the ingredients that even, you know, in their natural state, just because of the condition of your skin, you may realize a negative skin reaction. So I would recommend that people do some research and and just kind of figure out, you know, products that are not safe for sensitive skin or ingredients that trigger sensitive skin. Something like that in a search engine could bring up this list. And that would be the first step in helping consumers be educated on their sensitive skin. 
Yeah, wow. And you're right, you know, coconut oil is definitely thick. And if you have oily skin, I can see that would clog pores. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when you're having sensitive skin, how can you have a full life? How can you, it's, it is a little bit limiting. I have kind of, not too sensitive. It's gotten better as I've gotten older, but it, it can be limiting, uh, yeah. especially with outdoor activities and seasonally. Yeah. So do you have any uh, lifestyle tips for people with sensitive skin? Absolutely. And I will tell people that from someone who has had sensitive skin since birth and allergies since birth, it has definitely been a process. You know, it can impact your self-esteem, especially if your skin is not looking its best. Mm-hmm. Or if you know that your activities have to be limited than what your friends are, especially if you're young, it can be tough. You know, it can it can be isolating. And I would say you can have a full life just like anyone else. It just requires a little more care. So, for example, for people who are outdoorsy and like to work out like myself, I'm someone who will take a towel with me and make sure I blot off periodically sweat from my body. If you're working out and you sweat pretty heavily, take a change of clothes with you. There's nothing that says you can't stop your workout to dry off, rinse off, change clothes and go back to your workout. If you know that you're going out and and you want to do some things, you just have to take a little more care with yourself. Mm -hmm. You may have to change outfits. You may have to go at a slower pace than everyone else, but you can definitely have a full life. I will say that if you have sensitive skin outside of body care products, there are materials that are triggering to your sensitive skin that can make a negative skin reaction, especially if you're sweating worse, right? So if you think of things like Lycra or Mm -hmm. latex or, you know, materials like that, that those are artificial materials. They're like plastics that Mm -hmm. feel like cotton, but can irritate your skin because of the artificial ingredients in colors and preservatives in that as well. So I would say if you have sensitive skin, it just goes back to doing the research, figuring out when your body is having a negative reaction and keeping track of that. And you have to, you know, go through some trial and error and some tough moments, but having a full life is definitely possible. Definitely possible. You know, for myself, I have an issue with grass. You know, I can't go outside and sit in the grass in the park. Mm -hmm. If I want to go do that with my friends who can walk barefoot and sit down, I wear shoes and I take a blanket with me. And if we're sitting down, I sit on the blanket, you know, it's just those types of little efforts that you have to have to give mm-hmm. in order just to have a good life and move forward through the adversity of sensitive skin. Now, would you recommend that people with sensitive skin wear different, wear cotton or specific fibers that are more breathable? Absolutely. I would say cotton is one of the best products because it absorbs moisture away from the body. I would also say that wear fabrics in, in clothes that are a little loose. With sensitive skin and having something an irritant sit right on your skin, that makes it worse. But if you have loose clothing, it allows your skin to breathe. If you're perspiring, it allows that perspiration to dry with the breeze. And it also just kind of keeps it away, you know, the irritation away from the body. Things, materials like silk, where they don't necessarily dry pretty quickly and they can sit on the body, that could be irritating. Mm-hmm. So that, it could be that as well. I would tell people also just be mindful, you know, like ointments. What is it? I was talking to Dr. Tanya Elliott about this, actually. And she was saying that something like one of those antibacterial ointments, those could be triggering as well. So if you get a cut, you might be irritated by an ointment and and get an allergy. So every time you use it, you could have a negative skin reaction. Things like piercings, you know, like your earrings or Mm -hmm. your nose, that can trigger an allergy as well. 
yeah, I know I, I have to wear the nickel free ones and right. that's my allergy, but yeah, with the earrings and even a lot of jewelry, it will turn my skin green or I'll just get really itchy, certain jewelry. Absolutely. And what we're finding and what I learned from Dr. Elliot was that anything that can tear your skin and can get into your bloodstream, your body looks at that as a foreign object and it wants to fight it. Mm-hmm. Right. It also gets like a memory in place to where if it gets exposed, if it gets exposed to it again, it's going to give you a warning. Right. Mm-hmm. And that warning is a negative skin reaction or maybe like itching or swelling to let you know you come in contact with something again. So like piercings or metals, it could be that. Interesting. Yeah. I learned a lot about, you know, um, allergies and skin sensitivity and how they, they are cousins. You know, they're linked in a way. So it, it, again, every person is different. And I would just tell people, take notice of your body. It doesn't always have to be a bad situation. You don't always have to be in a constant state of irritation or breakout. And I would say, don't, you know, feel like you're stuck in not being able to live your best life through this. That's wonderful. And I hope a lot of people will, will hear that because it can be challenging. Absolutely. Now, your company, you founded it in 2016. Mm-hmm. And so what kind of products do you make? Uh, maybe tell, tell a little bit of the story about, about founding the company. Yeah. So founding the company after coming back from Cuba and doing a lot of research and getting to the aha moment of this gap in the market of you have your mainstream products, you have the surge of green brands and green products, but there still was not a focus on people with sensitive skin. So I was like, you know, I'm one of millions of people across the world who have sensitive skin and really wanted to fill that gap in doing research, learning that with sensitive skin and with allergies, that keeping your skin clean and moisturized are the biggest defenses that you have to kind of soothing your skin from irritation. So the current product lineup that we have are two oils and one facial steam. One oil is a moisturizer, the, and that's our light oil. And then there is the dark oil, which is a hydrator, which is for mature skin or skin that has trouble holding on to moisture. And then there is the facial steam. And if you have sensitive skin, we know we can't go to the spa and use mm-hmm. all the products and, you know, go through all the, the skin tightening and cleansing techniques that people who don't have the same ailment. So the facial steam is a way to clear congestion from the pores or help clear congestion from the pores without using any type of harsh ingredients or that requires some tough skin manipulation that might be irritating. And that's a way to help keep the pores clear so the skin can heal and and be soothed consistently. So that's where we're starting right now. And I'm hoping to launch more products um, later this year, early next year in the family of cleansers. Nice. Yeah. And so the facial steam, so is it actually a steamer or is it uh, a product that kind of uh, mimics it? It is. It's not a steamer. It's in in these little sachets that have different herbs in them that Mm -hmm. help with, you know, circulation and Mm -hmm. also, you know, with relieving congestion. And it's really just you put it in hot water, let it steep for a little bit. You hold your face over the bowl and you just kind of sweat the congestion out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's pretty simple, pretty easy. Um, the customers really love it. You know, even the biggest skeptics were, you know, coming back with great feedback and saying it really helped, you know, when they clean their face to the congestion is softer, especially in their T-zone where they might hold a lot of oil and get a lot of whiteheads. It was just easier. And they're noticing that they're not getting as much reoccurring congestion. 
Nice. Yeah. And even with the oils, you can use it on your face, your hands, your cuticles, really all over your body. But typically where people use it the most is like face, hands, feet and the heels, knees and elbows and in the tough areas. And it's just light. It's fast absorbing. It doesn't leave a grease trail like some of the other heavy oils do. Um, It's just really about putting moisture back into the body. These are light oils, so they're not heavy. You won't notice, you know, clogging of the pores or anything like that. So that was just the decision there is just kind of working in layers with products. Nice. I love that. And I wanted to ask another question. So about your health, so about challenging the status quo, what are questions, a few questions you can ask about your health? Like you might think everything's going okay, but how can you really tune into your body and ask these questions to really assess your current wellness? Yeah, you know, and that's really tough because everybody is different. And I will say for myself, my prior self, I was so busy working. I was so Mm -hmm. busy wanting to climb the corporate ladder and doing those things that, you know, you're pretty much trained to do from a young age that I wasn't making myself a priority. And I know other people are doing the same thing that we really don't stop until something has gone really wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. You might not be feeling well, but you're like, "Eh, I don't feel well. I'm still going to go into the office or get these things done. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's the first thing is that when you're not feeling well or you're feeling tired, that's your first flag. Right. Right. That maybe you need to rest. Maybe you need more nutrients, something as small as hydrating your body, making sure you're getting enough water. Right. That Mm -hmm. could be all of those warning signs. And, and, And that was the, the start for me going down, you know, my path of illness. But now that I'm better, now that I understand wellness, right, mm-hmm. I, I start there. You know, I eat a cleaner diet, lots of fruits and vegetables. I try to stay away from processed food as much as I can, mm-hmm. you know. And, when you know, when you're out and about, you're busy, you have a lot of things going on. You may not have a healthy fast food option. That's I right. Now that if I eat something that is not good for me if I stop at a fast food place just to get something because nothing Mm -hmm. is available I feel ill my Mm -hmm. body recognizes this is not good for you right absolutely so I will say take an opportunity to slow down and and eat healthy right Mm -hmm. get enough water get rest I will say focusing on wellness and your mental and social health focus on your circle who's giving you positive vibes and good energy look Mm -hmm. at who's draining your energy and take the necessary steps in that space to kind of rectify and, and improve that, you know, through starting the brand, through focusing on my wellness, through doing all of the research, my life has done a complete 180. It's been tough. It's definitely been challenging. But now that my wellness is the priority, I make different choices, right? Yeah. And work is not the priority anymore. And I feel healthier. I feel better. I feel happier. And I understand that happiness is a choice. Absolutely. So for people, you know, my recommendation, make wellness the priority. And when you make wellness the priority, you make different decisions. And when you start to feel better, those decisions are automatic. Absolutely. I love that. And it is hard when you're super busy to slow down and to even tune into your body, but it's really important because if you don't, you know, you can really just run into more problems if you don't. You know, my illness was very scary. And, you Mm -hmm. know, over the years of progressively getting worse and doctors not knowing what was happening, I look at that as a blessing in disguise because it forced me to refocus. 
it forced me to, again, make wellness the priority, but also engage with people in my life differently because I understand that it's fleeting. You know, they say you only live once. And if you do it right, that's all you need. And I totally <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Being more connected, more grounded. And I just, I, I feel healthier. I love it. And so you're the company Mass Eden. Where can people find your products? I know your website, we'll give it out. It's just masseden.com, M-A-S-S-E-D-E-N.com. Yeah. And for people who are listening that visit our website and subscribe to our blog, and you can do that in the footer of the website, you get 15% off your first purchase. Oh, nice. I love that. So do you hope to expand in the future and maybe get some of your products in I don't know some, I don't know about Sephora. I don't know which stores <laughs> you would target Whole Foods or, or something like this. Yeah. You know, with the brand, you know, we want to change some of the misconceptions about who uses green beauty and green mm-hmm. body care. I think there is a stereotype or a perception out there of the types of people who use it, mm-hmm. you know, people who wear sandals and eat granola and they want to send the message that, Green products are for everyone. Yes. For our brand, it's, you know, for, again, health conscious consumers with sensitive skin who won't compromise their self-identity or feel like they have to sacrifice on quality. It's for everyone. So regardless of, you know, what you do for a living or how active you are, you know, your lifestyle or how you travel, these products are for you. I love it. So about getting into the stores, definitely want to get into the larger stores yeah. because, you know, green is surging right now. It, it is. It, it's trendy, but for me, it's not a trend. It's a lifestyle that keeps me healthy and just want to share that message with everyone. So outside of our website, our products are currently in Usely, which is an online store. It's a large online uh, beauty store for green products. And then also looking at some other avenues. But right now we're really working on increasing awareness about the brand, getting messaging out and through our blog, sharing as much information as possible to empower people to make the best choices for themselves. I love that. So if they subscribe to the blog, then they get the the discount and also they can keep updated on on what's going on. What's going on in the industry, what's going on with the brand. They can ask questions and our team will go out and do the research and get them answers and yeah. So it's a whole community of sharing and helping inform people about how to better care for their skin, specifically their sensitive skin. Great. And they can also find you on Facebook. Yep. Mass Eden Me is the handle. Okay. On Instagram, Mass Eden. Twitter is Mass Eden as well. And we just joined the Vero platform, V-E-R-O. Mm-hmm. We're Mass Eden as well there. All right. So you can find Mass Eden everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to get the word out, share information. We're getting great reviews and feedback from people who have gotten our products so far. So, you know, right now we're sponsoring events that are you know, align with our brand and our ethos of like wellness and empowerment and being informed. So, you know, it's a lot of effort right now to get the brand out. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to be on a show like yours to talk about the importance of wellness and better options and choices in the market. It was very exciting and very awesome to have you on this show. Really like to have different topics. A lot of it is about what you eat, but there's, you know, it's very important what you're putting on your body. It's just as important 
And a lot of people, when they have allergies, they immediately assume it's their food. It's what they're eating. That's what everybody thinks. It's the gluten. And it, it could be, but it, it definitely could be what you're using. It absolutely could be. I was speaking with a small group of teenagers and they were talking about, you know, acne and being on medication for acne. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked the question of, has anyone checked for an allergy? Have you stopped using your products to see what happens or, you know, in going down that path? And one person came back and said, I'm actually allergic to my daily cleanser. Oh, wow. You know, so I'm glad that they were able to think about things a little differently and get some relief because they were on medication. So it's like you're taking medication for what you're introducing to your body every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, do you have anything that you would like to share with our listeners before we sign off? Yeah, thank you for asking that. So I think for the listeners, it's you have an opportunity to be empowered. You have a right to ask questions. You have a right to know what you're putting on your body. So for anyone who is interested or anyone who is having challenges, feel free to reach out. Send us an email at info at masseden.com with your questions. And our team will do the research and get back to you. So please reach out, ask questions. And I just want to make sure that everyone feels empowered to have their best life and and realize their best possible skin. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing everything today on A Teaspoon of Healing. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Me too. Absolutely. Right. Well, thank you and enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Bye-bye. If you have any questions for me or for my guest about this episode, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. Click on contact. I'll get back to you. You can also subscribe for email updates, subscribe to the podcast on my website, read my blog and show notes, and stay tuned for more website updates coming really soon. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. Hey there, this is Sean. And this is Frank Jed from Sensibly Cynical. And you can check us out on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher application. Or just be real, you can just Google our name, Sensibly Cynical. That too.